Hello, my beautiful selfish babes. It is your girl, Olenike Osibowale here, bringing you another selfish babe, selfish, another selfish babe podcast. I was about to call this the selfish babe, selfish talk podcast, knowing that I changed the name about a little while ago, but the selfish babe podcast. Welcome back. It's been a little minute. I've had so much going on in my life. And for my last announcement, it wasn't an episode, but it was one, you know, sometimes I post those announcements that kind of be, they're just announcements, they're not episodes, but I'm burning my incense. So if you guys see some smoke in the video, you're watching on the Selfish Bay Podcast YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe. I am burning a little incense right now. But um, in my last announcement, I was talking about going to Atlanta Black Pride Weekend, which I did, and I made a vlog about it. And in that vlog, I had mentioned that I was single. And um, that was just kind of like a mini preview because I knew I wanted to make a podcast episode about being single and about my breakup that I had. Um, I just didn't know didn't know when I was going to actually talk about it. So I've had a lot of change going on in my life, which is kind of the reason why it took so long to even do this episode. But this morning I woke up and I said, I think today's the day that I do the episode. I had turned off my phone the day before or the night before, because I was like, I just want to wake up. I don't want to get right onto Instagram and do the thing. Again, I will never be the girl that tells you, don't look at your phone as soon as you wake up, because I do that. I look at my phone as soon as I wake up. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a big deal for me. But I knew last night I didn't want to do that, and so I turned off my phone. So this morning, I kind of was just with myself and my thoughts. And one of my thoughts was, I think today's the day that I do the episode where I talk about my breakup and healing from that. So that's what this episode is about. I believe this episode is going to be called um, Healing from Someone Cheating on You or or something like that. Because that is what happened in my last relationship of five years. I was with a woman for five years and a lot was happening in our relationship towards the end that added to the end of our relationship. But something that really stuck out to me was her cheating on me. And that's something that really hurt me. And first, I want to talk, I want to say this before I even get into this. I really wanted to make this podcast episode. These are some of my thoughts that I had this morning when I was thinking. I wanted to make this podcast episode because what I have seen a lot on social media is that people post cute photos and cute quotes. And um, that's what we see on Instagram, right? But then when we get on TikTok, we see so many people sharing their lives, sharing what's going on in a day-to-day vlogging, you know, just kind of sharing more about themselves because, of course, it's a video platform. And I think a lot the reason why a lot of people like TikTok is because it feels more authentic because you're getting to know people, right? You're getting to know who people are, some aspects of their life, and you feel connected. And I feel that way when I get on TikTok. When I get on TikTok, I really love the content that I see on TikTok. And I'm not saying that I don't like Instagram because I'm on Instagram a lot as well, but I have kind of stood back and realized the difference between both of them. And I realized like, well, what kind of like creator do I want to be? And I really want to be a creator that shares her journey, shares her life. I've been doing that for the past few years now. And I want to add to that. And I feel like me going through my breakup, something um, that has been something that's been really kind of difficult for me 
um, is something that I want to share. Like, you know, sometimes we hear about people breaking up, but we don't know why. And the next thing you know, they're with somebody new. Like, you know, sometimes people don't really talk about the healing process of their breakup or what went on in the breakup. And of course, when we look at maybe celebrities, they kind of keep things quiet and people can only speculate. And for me, you know, we're all human and we all go through different things in life. And I know that all of us have been through at least one heartbreak. And um, I have talked about my past breakups in the past. I think my ex-husband, I've talked about that breakup a very long time ago in like one of my first few episodes of my podcast. And um, I wanted to talk about this one because I just wanted to share how I'm healing from the disappointment and how I'm healing from going from one space to another space that's different than what I expected. And I want to share my story so I can help another woman out there as well because I know it's going, I know this is going to help another woman out there. I know this episode is going to help another selfish babe out there. And if I need to put myself on the forefront and just be vulnerable and share my honest feelings about how I felt and how I'm feeling to help you through your own process, then that makes me happy. Um, and it also, when I share, it makes me happy too. I feel like when I'm sharing my story, I feel like, I don't know how to put it, but I feel like I'm making like this declaration to the world and through making this declaration to the world, it helps me heal. So that's, I just wanted to start off, that's why I'm sharing this. I'm sharing this because I want to. I'm sharing this because it's helping me heal. I'm sharing this because I want to help you through your own process. And sometimes, you know, we go through stuff and we don't really say what we go through. But then sometimes you listen to somebody voice what you haven't said and how you felt, but you haven't said out loud. And that helps you through your own process. And I want to give this example and shout out to Mel Wells. She is an author, a coach, um, talks about self-love, has her own podcast as well. And she had that up. Selfish babe, are you ready to use products that goddesses use? Okay, then you want to check out my company, Evolving Butterfly, where I create products that will help you on your spiritual and self-love journey. I have our goddess vaginal detox pearls, which is my number one best-selling spiritual womb detox. For those girls that really want to start connecting to their womb space, their yoni spaces, you pray over the pearls, you insert it into your vagina for a couple of days, you physically purge, cleanse, and revitalize your yoni, but not only that, it is a spiritual and emotional cleanse. A lot of times we may be carrying on to emotional baggage. Maybe we broke up with a partner a long time ago, but we're still carrying their energy in our womb spaces. My Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls addresses all of that. And so you want to check that out at evolvingbutterfly.org, or maybe you want to try one of my crystal yoni washes like Pussy Power for Self love or sex goddess for creative energy and pleasure energy or even wealthy women for my selfish babes that are about getting the bag and the wealth these are plant-based yoni washes they are silky they are luxurious they smell good they feel good they give you that <laughs> cooling sensation to awaken your vagina and all the bottles come with different crystals pussy power with rose quartz uh, sex goddess with carnelian wealthy woman with citrine and then they also have affirmations on the back based on each bottle so if you want to focus more on self-love then pussy power would be for you and then we also have my queen's vaginal steam herbs if you already have your seat and your gown and you're just looking to get some more vaginal steaming herbs i have the queen's vaginal steam so make sure to check out my company evolving butterfly at evolvingbutterfly.org. links below Mwah. podcast episode a while back where she talked about how she was in this beautiful relationship it was a very public relationship 
everybody knew who she was with. Every, they kind of everybody knew each other like in the coach, coaching industry, so to say, and how he had come back. Her lover had come back from an ayahuasca ceremony, and in and when he came back, he told her that he couldn't be with her anymore. Nothing was wrong in the relationship. Nothing happened. He just kind of told her that that was the message he got through ayahuasca. And of course, um, for her, that hit her like a tongue of bricks because it's just like nothing was wrong. Before you left, everything was fine. Why are you now telling me that you want to break up with me? And so she kind of just did this podcast episode about like, or she was on somebody else's podcast talking about like what happened and how it made her feel. She's talked about it through Instagram, was single for a little while. And then met another love. And when she met that other love, they got engaged. They have a son now together. She's moved from Costa Rica to, I think, Arizona or somewhere. And she's actually in a more aligned relationship than she was with the previous lover. Because in her reflections, she had talked about with her previous lover how she was really kind of forcing commitment on him. And she was the one that wanted to get married. She was the one that wanted to have kids. But he wasn't really saying that. It was mainly her bringing it to the table. Whereas this new love instantly wanted to commit, instantly wanted to have kids. And it was just like, even though that was such a heartbreaking moment for her, it was like getting her more into alignment of what she actually wanted. And I can talk about that in my experience. (laughs) So that episode helped me. A few weeks back, as I was just reflecting on my own personal breakup and where I was, and I was just so happy that she made that episode because as I was going through that, I just was, I was able to just resonate with a lot of what she was feeling. And it was just nice to know that she was on the other side of that. And I know that I will be on the other side of this. I feel like I'm still in the mists. I know I will be on the other side of this. And um, I just wanted to share my story. And so I hope that my selfish babes out there enjoy this story, that you guys are respectful of this story. This is really me showing my heart and being vulnerable and sharing this story with you all. And I'm not sharing this story to bash my ex-lover. I feel like all of my exes have taught me a, a very lot of good about myself I've learned so much about myself and learned so much through our relationships together and even if I'm not together with any of my exes anymore um, I do wish them well and um, I share my own experiences so again this is not to bash anybody this is just me sharing my experience so my ex cheated on me and um, it was not a one-time cheat it was a cheat that that was that I feel like was how do I say I just feel like it was on purpose right um my ex had went away for a week um to visit family and my ex had hit up her ex her ex she ate my ex had hit up her ex and, um, you know, they met up and my ex had talked about me and her being in a poly relationship, even though we did not open it yet, but she had mentioned it to this ex and this ex took her chances and kissed my ex and my ex obviously kissed her back and, um, they, they were just hanging out for the whole week. Um, they were texting each other all week. My ex was sleeping with her ex that week, slept over her house, kissed her a lot. You know, they but basically in my mind was acting like a couple. And I am back in Atlanta thinking that everything is normal. 
And that for me is what is hurtful. Um, We were definitely going through a rough time in our relationship. And, you know, we were going through a rough time. Let me just say that. I'm not going to get into too much details of that, but we were going through a rough time, but we were still together. I'm going to make that very clear. We were still together. We were working on things. And around this time, it was my ex's birthday and she wasn't in town for her birthday, but I had sent her flowers up to where she was and she got them and she said, thank you. And we talked almost every day, said, I love you. And, you know, did all the things like we were really working on things. And so when I found out that my ex was basically cheating on me for a whole week and not telling me and just pretending that everything was normal with me while she was up there frolicking with her ex, um, that really hurt me a lot. And that really hurt me a lot because it wasn't, you know how some people be like, oh, my my person cheated because they was drunk or they was with this person this one time and they had sex this one time. It was not that like I really feel like in my spirit, if it was that I think I could I could really forgive that and like let that go because shit happens. You know, that may not be like the best thing, but I feel like I could have done that. But because it was just such a thing, like it was a whole week where this girl, my ex was texting me like normal, calling me like normal. We were on the phone saying I love you, checking in with each other. And the whole time she is up there frolicking with her ex and I don't know and she has not told me. And when she comes back to Atlanta, again, I've picked up flowers because I'm working on our relationship, trying to be a good girlfriend, picked up flowers to give her and still gave her a birthday gift. And then she tells me that, oh, because I um, have been telling her I'm not this type of woman, she should go out there and find this type of woman. She was like, well, I did find her. And I said, what? And she was basically telling me that her ex, that she was with her ex and that her ex would be an extra person in the relationship that she would want. Now, for those of you that are new, I am a person that is open to polyamorous relationships, meaning that I am with a maybe a long-term partnership, but within that long-term partnership, my partner or even me can explore other relationships with other people as long as we are honest with each other and are open. Me and my ex-partner have talked about this for a while since we got together because we both had that understanding. We just never actually opened up the relationship because we wanted to work on the foundation as she has stated before we wanted to work on the foundation of our relationship before doing so so when she was telling me this I I was just like first of all we never opened up the relationship um I asked her did you kiss her and she was like yeah I asked her to show me the girl's Instagram and she did I said oh wow you have good taste you know And then I asked her to show me the text thread between them because in my mind, the text thread is going to show the truth and honesty of what was going on because I wasn't getting much feedback from my ex. And I had asked her, did you sleep with her? And she said, no. And I said, okay, I'm going, I'm finally having the phone. I'm going through the text thread. And then I asked her again. I said, did you sleep with her? And then she said, yes. And I said, but you just told me no. And so at that point, I was like, show me the text thread because you're obviously not being honest with me at this time. So I go through the text thread and I see the text messages between them. And through the text messages, I see that she has slept over this girl's house multiple times. 
Um, I see that this girl is professing her love, saying how she never got over her, how she still loves her, et cetera, et cetera. And there was one time where I was calling my ex one day and I was not able to get through to her. And apparently that was the day that she spent the whole day with her. So after reading all of that, I was telling my ex that who was my now ex, I told her, I said, I don't think we should be together. I don't think that you want to be with me. I don't think that we should be together. Um, and I was really breaking up with her again, honestly. And, um, you know, she wanted to work on things. She was like, no, I want to be with you. You know, I just wanted to be like this. And she wanted to work on things. And in my mind, I was just like, why? You know, I'm trying to say like, why? Like you lied to me for a whole week. You cheat on me for a whole week and you still want to be with me. I don't understand. Like how, how could you do this? You know? And I will be honest with you, selfish babes. I feel like I didn't really understand the depths of this hurt until after I had left the house and after we are both in our separate spaces and I'll go into that as well because during that time um I was like oh I wanted to just remain friends I wanted to be in each other's life because in my mind I was like her cheating on me is was not like her whole personality let's be friends you know I think she was still an amazing person or whatever but she did not want to be friends or anything of that nature and then things quickly turned where where accountability for cheating wasn't even there anymore and it was just kind of thrown back onto me what I did to kind of make the relationship have its strain and um that was tough as well so I'm not going to get into the details of that because that's not the basis of this episode I just want to talk about like how her cheating on me for a whole week made me feel after we have separated, right? Um, at one point, I had said that I cannot marry you because my future wife would never do this to me. Um, I personally cannot see how if you love somebody that you would lie to them for a whole week when it comes to sleeping with somebody else and being involved sexually with somebody else and then still say you want to be in a relationship for me I get the one-time thing but in my mind I cannot like understand how you can say that you love me you care about me you're like my best friend and you decided to cheat on me for a whole week not tell me shit and then even I'm picking up from the airport and you were just with this girl a few hours before. I said my future wife would never do this to me. Ever. And I had decided that I wasn't going to be in the relationship anymore. I decided I didn't want to work on things. Um, I did go back and forth at one point because I was just like, well, she's saying that we can work on it. How can we do that? Let's see. Um, but at the end of the day, I decided to choose myself and... Sometimes choosing yourself can be very, very hard. And I've had multiple times where choosing myself has been very difficult for me. But I've known that it was necessary because I have to be the one that lives with myself, you know. And to live with myself and be with somebody that decides to be that dishonest for a whole week doesn't align with me. It doesn't align with me. It doesn't feel good in my spirit. Um... I definitely got some spiritual consultations as well as while I was going through this. 
but it doesn't align with me and it doesn't feel good in my spirit because I felt like if I decide to stay in that relationship, knowing that she did that and getting married after knowing that she did that, I don't think I would truly ever be super happy in that relationship. I don't think that I would ever super trust her again. Um, yeah, I'm happy that she told me when she got back because she could, probably, honestly could have lied. She didn't really have to tell me. She didn't have to tell me, but she told me. So I was really happy that she told me. So yeah, I was happy that she told me. Um, I am grateful that she told me because she didn't have to, and I probably wouldn't have known if she didn't tell me. Um, I feel like I just felt so disappointed in the dishonesty as I, as I have reflected on this over time. I've just felt so dis, disappointed in the dishonesty because I don't think I've ever been with somebody that has lied to me like that. That way, like ever, like I've never been with somebody in a long term committed partnership in my adult life that has lied to me like that um, ever. And that was really disappointing. And it was really disappointing because it was just like, damn, bitch, you were my best friend. You know, I'm trying to say like you are my best friend. And for me, it hurts when it's somebody that you love and somebody that's close to you that hurts you in that manner. And I can understand we had our ups and downs in our relationship. But the fact that she decided to do that, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and as I as as we've separated, I think it's been because we have physically not been in each other's presence. I've been in my own space and I've been reflecting. I just reflected like, why did I want to still be friends with somebody that did that to me? You know, I, I told you guys that her cheating on me wasn't the totality of our relationship, but I've had to ask myself, well, why do I still or did want to still be friends with somebody that did that to me? Somebody that loved, that said that they loved about, that they loved me, they cared about me, and they probably did at one point. I do not, I do not um, undermine that. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I know that, that for a fact, right? That she loved me, she cared about me. But why did I still want to be friends after her doing that? I don't know. I don't have the answer right now. I think because in my mind, I go back to, oh, we had all these good times. You know, we really we were building a family together. We were having all these good times. So I'm like, oh, we can still be friends. Like, I still care about her. You know, like, those, these are the things that I would say to myself. But as I reflect back, I'm like, girl, you was too nice. Like, why was you trying to be so nice to this person that is, like, pushing you away and treating you like ish as we're going through this and now is deciding to not take accountability for what they did? And I will tell you guys this. Um... In that moment of finding out what happened, I did reach out to her ex via Instagram. And some of y'all be like, girl, why did you do that? Because there was something for me that I wanted to check, right? I, I asked my ex at the time, did you slept with her? Did you only sleep with her one time or was it multiple times? Because in a text message thread, you was over this girl's house multiple times. And my ex said she only did it one time. And I said, okay, uh, I DM'd the girl because I got her Instagram and I asked her, hey, this is what's going on. Did you and so-and-so sleep one time or multiple times? And when it comes to lesbians having sex, you know, it could be a little different. When you're grinding on each other, underwear on, I consider that sex. Some lesbians or bisexual people do not consider that sex. I do, though, um, especially if you come. And so the girl was like, no. Uh, we didn't do that. But she also was just saying, well, you should be talking to her. You should be talking to her. Mind you, this girl thought that we were in an open relationship. So I give her that benefit of the doubt. But huh. 
But when she found out that we weren't in an open relationship, I think she seemed a little apologetic to my ex. Like, oh, I don't want to be in anybody's drama, whatever. But um, at one point she was just like, oh, you should be asking her, not me. And even if we did, why would I tell you that? Granted, the girl don't owe me nothing. And I understand that. But I guess I felt like as a woman to another woman, um, especially if you're a person that said that you don't want to cause any harm and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. She was like, why would I tell you that? LOL. I was like, if me and my ex decided to be poly, this is the girl that you would be poly with. Like, you know, I'm trying to say like, why are you telling somebody? Why would I tell you that? LOL. And I think I'm just a different type of person and to each their own, everybody is different. But if I was in her position, I would have just said, hey, this is what happened. This is what we did. You know, what I'm trying to say that that's what I would have done. But I know everybody's different. But in my mind, I just thought that that was really dirty. I was just like, why would you tell me that? Because I'm asking you and you're saying that you didn't know. So I'm giving you the opportunity to tell me and kind of make things right. You know, you don't have to. But I just didn't like her response. So anyways, I wanted to let you guys know that I did that. Again, I'm putting myself out there because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to find the truth because I didn't believe my ex when they said they only did this one time. The girl confirmed it was only one time, even though she didn't consider that sex. So, hey, and the reason I'm telling you guys this, because I know when emotions are high and when emotions are high and you, you know, you're upset about something, you do some things. Some people would be like, oh, my God, Oleniki, that was dumb. You should never uh, reach out to her. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to reach out to her because I felt like reaching out to her. And that was literally the end of the conversation. I said, thank you. That was all. That's literally how I ended the conversation. I didn't go back and forth. I said, thank you. That's that's all. And that was it. Um, and I wanted to put that out there just because I'm letting you guys know I'm human and I'm another person as well. And this is just me having a human experience. So I had did that. And um, yeah. I'm, I was just wondering, like, after I had sat with some reflection, like, why did I still want to be friends with the person? I still don't really have an answer apart from we had some really great times. And I know apart from what she did, that she's more than what she did. Um, do I want to be friends now? No. Um, when I think about all the things that we've gone through and the disrespect that I have experienced as well, apart from just the cheating, um, I don't want to be friends right now um that could definitely change in the future do I ever want to be back with this person in a relationship no I know that for sure um yeah so basically I have some notes here and I kind of wanted to take like I wanted to kind of go through this um but yeah I just feel like within my own solitude just sitting with myself I just felt really disappointed. You know, there have been times where I have cried because I felt so disappointed because I'm just like, wow, this person said that they loved me and they cared about me and they did this. And I can't be like, oh, it was a mistake. It was a one time thing. Like I read the text messages. I saw what was going on and it was like a multiple time thing. And I was just like, how can somebody say that they love you and, and care about you and want to be your wife and this, all these things, but yet do this, you know? And um, I think I was just like in disbelief. Some of the times I was in disbelief, you know, just thinking about it and crying about it because I'm just like, why would this person do this? And I feel like my heartache, and I put that in quotations, 
um, is really from that, you know, and and this is the thing, like, you know, we had some really wonderful times together. Like just last year, we went to this Christmas light show with both of our dogs and did Christmas for real, you know, and I don't think I've ever done Christmas for real with anybody in a relationship. And it just felt so cute and cozy and family oriented. And I was just so happy. And so to go from that to now living on my own and being with my puppy is almost like a mind fuck because it's just like, bitch, like we were so good a few months ago. Like what the hell happened? And there was so much that happened. There was so many that was happening in both of our lives. There was so much transitioning that was happening in both of our lives. Um, that was working on our own self to then now be in a relationship that's also breaking down wasn't really adding to our joy and our happiness, especially me. It wasn't adding to my joy and my happiness. But like a part of my healing that I'm doing is just being in a whole new reality, right? Before I'm in this reality where I'm, I'm building something with somebody, it's a union, and now I'm in a whole nother reality. Like I had made a post on Instagram about this and I want to read it because I took the time to make this post and I wrote about it. Let me see this one. It says, okay, this is what it says. Okay. It says healing through a breakup will have you smiling because of your new peace and crying the next moment because of the sudden change that needed to happen. And this is what I said. I said, the truth I once knew has been shattered, and this isn't necessarily bad, but having to leave from something you knew to be true to suddenly moving to a new truth is jarring, especially when you weren't planning nor necessarily wanting to make the change. Am I happy for my peace? Yes, God, I am. Do I know why I had to make this change? Yes. Am I happy for my own self-worth and self-respect? Oh, God, yes, I am. I will always choose myself again and again and again. And choosing yourself in some cases isn't always easy, but for me, it's necessary. But am I sad sometimes because like, what the fuck? LMAO, yes, I am. Am I sad because it feels like I lost a best friend? Yes, I am. This quick change is one of many I've had to make this year. So it doesn't really feel good all the time, although I still have gratitude. So I feel like that's what I'm healing from the most is like this huge shift and change in my reality. You know how some people talk about quantum quantum leaps and how you can like change timelines and things shift in that way. But I've heard also some people say if we really had quantum leaps go in like super fast motion, how it would probably kill us because all of that change at one time could really wreck you and so I think about how this breakup could is like a quantum leap um but not in the way that kills one kills one but in a way where it was just such a drastic change and such a surprising change that I'm literally still adjusting to this new reality being in a relationship with somebody for five years and then living together with them for about two and a half or three years um, to then not doing that anymore is like crazy, you know, like I was, I'm, I'm in my new space. I love this space. This space is a place that I've wanted to be in when I started looking at places. 
Um, it's perfect for me. It's beautiful. I asked spirit about it. Spirit said, yes, I was very grateful. I'm still very grateful to be here. And even though I was so happy to be in my new space, a dream space that I've always wanted to be in, I was like sad and crying because I'm like, what is this? Where am I? What happened? You know, like that's literally how I feel sometimes. It's just like, what the fuck? And I'll tear up a little bit because it's just like so surprising because it's just like I didn't expect this. You know, I really didn't expect this. I did not expect this. Oh, I did not want to cry on camera. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, I did not expect this. And I know that we cannot plan for everything. But this was not planned, you know, this was not planned. And so sometimes I get sad because I'm just like, what, what happened? I'm happy for my peace. I'm happy for when I tell you guys, I'm so happy for my peace. I really, truly mean that my peace is on the highest level. I would rather be single than be arguing with somebody. I would rather be single than being in a household full of yelling. Like, I don't want that type of relationship or that type of love anymore, ever, ever, ever again. Like, I've had that with my ex-husband. I've had this with my ex currently when times were quote-unquote bad, not all the time. It wasn't all the time, so it didn't feel like it was a big deal. But as I reflect and I think, and I'm just like, I don't want that. You know, as much as this reality is so different... I do enjoy my peace. Like there's times I'm just like looking outside and looking at the sunset and I'm just so amazed and I'm so like happy and I'm just like, wow, this is so different and my peace feels so good. And then I'm sad because I'm just like, what the hell? I did not expect this. And so the fast change is just something that I feel like I'm still adjusting to in my spirit. So although I'm happy with the shift I'm sad for the loss I'm still mourning the loss and I'm still reflecting about our relationship and reflecting on the quality of the relationship because in my mind it was good enough it was good enough but I don't think it was the best it was good enough but I don't think it was the best and I feel like spirit was like girl this is you can do better than this like this is good you've learned a lot I've learned so much from this woman. You know, I've been able to tap more into my sensuality and sexuality with this woman and really explore different things about myself. I've been so happy with this woman. This woman has made me happy many times. Um, But she's also made me sad many times as well. And we've had some bad, bad times in our relationship where if I'm reflecting on the quality of the relationship, was I truly happy all the time? 
And is that the type of relationship I want in the future? And the answer would have to be no, because it was good enough, but it wasn't the best. You know, as I reflect on relationships moving forward, I think about what I truly want in a partner. And, you know, sometimes we don't understand what more we truly want in a partner or what we truly want in general until we get some of what we don't like, right? So even though I was getting a lot of what I liked in my partnership at the time, there were some things that I was getting that I did not like that were really rough for me and really hard for me, really hard for my spirit. And one of the things I learned is that in a future relationship, I want to be with somebody that if we argue or having a rough time, that we can work through that to get together in a somewhat quicker manner. In a manner where the other person can let it go for a little bit enough to hug and kiss me and say that we can work on this together rather than shutting down, not talking to me, not touching me, um, and almost it feel like punishment because they need to move through their feelings. And it's, but, but moving through their feelings take a couple of days. And I don't, I can't be with somebody like that. I've done that for a very long time. I've been with somebody that has been very deep in their emotions and I cannot do that. I tell myself moving forward, I don't want to be with any Pisces person. The person I was with was not a Pisces, but they had a lot of Pisces in their chart. And I feel, I feel traumatized. I feel traumatized being in the deep depths of emotion you know, I would rather be on the shallow end with the sun shining. I am a person that must have joy be at the forefront. And I know that joy is not always a thing in relationships. And I know that relationships can have their challenges. But I am not about to go through the deep, dark ocean challenge for days at a time. And I'm not about to be with somebody that will consistently bring something up in new arguments that is a year old or a year and a half old or two years old. I need to be with somebody that can let shit go. I need to be with somebody that can love me and hold me as we are going through a challenge. Um, I want to be with somebody that does not yell when they're mad. Like I get yelling, but it's just like, if it's for a quick second, cool, but let's, let's calm it down. Let's have some respect for each other. I don't want to be with somebody that we're going to be calling each other out of our names or bring that out of each other. I don't want that. And again, it was good enough. But when I reflect on certain things in my past relationships, specifically with this person, there were some things that I would consider to be red flags that are not necessarily good. Things that I feel like could bring out the toxicity in me and that person. And I don't want to be in that, that type of relationship. I want a relationship that is a little bit more peaceful, that of course is passionate when it comes to our love life, that is a lot of joy, that is a lot of fun. Um, and that just feels like light, you know, like I love you. Let's work this out and let's move through it. Okay, I love you. Hug. Let's move through this. Let's do this. You know, it's just different. And I've been with somebody where it was my ex-boyfriend at the time where I would turn up on him and yell at him. And at one point he was like, he was like, Olenike, we cannot, we can't do this. Like we cannot be yelling at each other like this. But the thing is in my last relationship, which was my last marriage, that was normal. And so to be with somebody that's like, no, this is not normal. Like, I can't be with you like this. <laughs> checked me. It checked me. And then in my most recent relationship, I've calmed down where I'm not like that. But my ex-partner would get like that. 
And I realized that I don't want that type of relationship. That is not healthy. I don't like I always go back to if this was my daughter, will would would I want her in this type of relationship? And the answer will always be no. And I'm so I'm like, well, it's you, Olenike. Why are you here? But because you we have more good times than bad, you're just like, oh, we have more good times than bad. So let's work it out. Let's work it out. And I will say this, y'all. We have some bad times in the relationship that was bad even before this whole cheating scenario to the point where I've wanted to walk out and to the point where I have walked out on the relationship, meaning ended it and then gotten back together. And, um, I had, was reflecting on this recently and I was like, if this girl didn't cheat on you, would you still be with her? You know, even though there was like so many downs in the relationship and I was like, I probably would still be with her if she did not cheat on me. And I don't necessarily think that that was an alignment for me. Like, I don't necessarily think it was an alignment for me to be with her this long. And I and I hate to say this because I'm not trying to pass up somebody's actions. Because I know, like, she chose this, you know. But I almost kind of feel like if she did not cheat on me, that I would have stayed in the relationship and I would have been in misalignment for a lot longer time. And I feel like her cheating on me could be a gift to get out of a relationship and put me into alignment with, with somebody else. And I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy. But I think about that sometimes. Even though I know, like, this was her choice. She was dishonest. I'm not going to be with a dishonest person like this. So I give her that, like I give her, this is what she did. But on a looking out macro level, I think about this. And I was at the Beyonce concert recently last weekend and I had taken a mushroom chocolate. And I, in my YouTube video, I talked about this. <laughs> I just, I was like, didn't I talk about this already? But I taken a mushroom chocolate and I was just like, well, aren't we all free people? Like a free, like, yeah, we were together. Yeah, we were in a relationship, but technically we're free people. And this free person decided to do whatever she wanted to do as a free person. And she was dishonest to our relationship, our union that we talked about, because I was open to polyamory. I wish she would have been honest. I really do. But that's how I know she's not ready in a way for certain things because she was dishonest. Because if you're trying to do polyamory, you have to be very honest. But anyways, I was just like, well, this free person decided to do what they did. Did she really cheat on me? And there was this video of this black lady talking about this. And she was just like, they didn't cheat on you. They cheated themselves. You know, stop making yourself seem like the victim. Like, they cheated on themselves. And I think about that, too. Because, like, Beyonce be saying, like, bitch, what? Like, who? You know? So, anyways, there's some things that I've thought about. And I kind of want to share with you a little bit more about my healing process as well as um, some other things, some other reflections. But I kind of want to go through some of what I, I've talked about on Instagram in this podcast episode. So there was one time I was going to Black Pride and I was about to go to Magic City and I was about to throw some dollars on some girls. But I was having some emotions come up because I was still healing from my partnership and my person being out of the house and it was just me in the house. And I made a post that said, this is how it looks when you're healing from a breakup and still living your life. So I'm going to turn up the volume so you guys can hear this. For myself. I love me more and I show up for myself. I love me more and I 
show up for myself. I love me more and I show up for myself. I love me more and I show up for myself. I love me more and I show up for myself. I love me more and I show up for myself. So basically, I was sitting at the table holding my heart and I was saying, I love me more and I show up for myself. I love me more and I show up for myself because I was really processing the sadness, the sadness and the ending of our relationship. I'm dressed up. I'm dolled up. I'm about to go to Magic City. I'm about to enjoy my Atlanta Black Pride. I'm about to go throw these wands on some of these strippers. And I'm having the sadness come up. And I tell myself, I'm going to feel this because a part of me healing from this breakup, healing from this heartache is feeling the emotions. Feeling the emotions, I didn't want to just throw it to the side. Yes, I'm going out. Yes, I'm living my life. Yes, I'm having a good time. But I'm processing some really deep emotions right now. And so me sitting there and saying that affirmation at the time was me saying, hey, we're going to show up for you, for me, Olenike. We're going to show up. We're going to love ourselves. We're going to feel the emotions. Then we're going to go about our day. As I am healing through this heartache, I am going to show up and feel the emotions. I'm not hiding from them. When the sadness comes, the sadness comes, I feel it and I cry. And the sadness can come at random times, just like when I was just talking, I teared up a second ago. It came at a random time. I'm going to feel it because this has been rough for me. This has been one of my longest relationships. This has been a relationship. I mean, I thought all my people I was going to marry. I will say that all the people I thought I was going to marry. But this was I really thought I was going to marry this one. And I am not a person that rushes into marriage. I am not one of those girls that believes in only one soulmate. I believe I have multiple soulmates in this world. So I am never in a rush for marriage. I'm not pressed for it. I'm not pressed for children either. But I really thought that I was going to marry this one and, and live with this one. And we were really creating a life together. So to let that go and be in a whole new reality, I am healing the fuck from that. So I wanted to show you guys like what that looks like. It's like I'm still going to live my life because I will say honestly, going out and having a good time makes my breakup seem small. And I like that. Because it reminds me that the world is bigger than my breakup. Because the world is bigger than my breakup. There's so many great, amazing experiences out here that I know I'm going to have. But I also know that I need to sit here. I need to process my emotions and process what the fuck just happened. And also process, like, why did I stay for so long? Not because it was a horrible relationship, because it wasn't horrible. But I'm, like, thinking about certain things and certain aspects of the relationship that I kind of just dealt with for the relationship and just thought, oh, we're just going to work on this and continue to be in this relationship relationship even if it was certain things that didn't make me happy so that's one thing let me see if there was another one that I wanted to show you guys yes so recently um I had made a post let me see I had made a post talking about desires some desires that I have been having since I have been single and I want to find that photo let me see if, oh, okay, when I went to Beyonce, I wrote this. Okay, so it's going to be. Hold on, y'all. I'm really trying to find it. It's a, a photo before I went to go see Beyonce. So why is, oh, because it's not on photos. I was like, why am I not seeing this? All right. So I made this post recently and I said things I want to experience very soon. I want to be intimate with a divine couple. Don't judge me with your judging ass, LOL, but I think this could be fun. A consistent intimacy, not just a one-time thing. Preferably a man and woman, but I'm open to women and women as well. I want a boo that pays for everything, LOL, especially trips. I've made more money in all three of my long-term relationships, and I want to experience being pampered financially and not tripping in for nothing other than showing up and looking cute. 
I've been listening to the Sprinkle Sprinkle Lady more and more, and she makes sense. For those that know, don't know the Sprinkle Sprinkle Lady, the Sprinkle Sprinkle Lady is uh, Shara Seven on YouTube. I want to spend a month in New York and Paris in the summer just exploring and having fun and spending money that's not mine. I want to take my puppy with me to the islands for a few weeks and maybe have a short fling in Island Lover. I have other things I want to experience, but this one is in the soon list like now. And there were a lot of comments. A lot of people had really resonated with this post. Um, they were just like, let me see some of the comments. Some of them were like, oh, I love this. Wait, I love this version of you. Somebody said the way I felt this in my spirit. Yes, same, please. One person was like, this is so damn real. Yes, the way I felt this girl. Yes, experience it all. Let your spirit be free. One person was like, and it shall be done. Do it, sis, whatever your heart desires. And I was really happy that people resonated with it. But um, I think there was one more post that I had put. It was this post. It was really to myself. And it says, welcome back. Welcome home back to you. Opening doors to yourself. You didn't know you locked off. Letting the sun shine through. Thank God for life. I'll say this for the rest of my life. Thank God for life. A cycle of death and rebirth. I will say that in this breakup process um, and just this whole year, because I've gone through so much change, is that change is really consistent. Change is one of the most consistent things here. And that is just something that I am accepting more and surrendering and surrendering more each and every day. Change is like literally the most consistent thing ever. And so... I had realized that in my relationship that I had shut off part of myself that I didn't realize for the sake of monogamy and for the sake of being in a relationship. And it didn't feel bad, right? It didn't feel bad, right? So, for example, like, I'm a person that does like to go dancing. And when I go dancing, I'm respectful of my partner. So I don't really dance with other people. Like, I'll decline offers to dance with other people, especially if I'm out by myself or I'm out with a friend because I'm respectful of our relationship. And we never really had a discussion on, oh, can I dance with other people, etc. But um, now being a single woman, now going out and having a great time and not being tied to anybody, I've been having a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun by dancing with other people and just honestly enjoying myself. And I realized that there were certain parts of me that I locked off for the sake of being respectful and, I, and, and monogamy. And I think about how sometimes in monogamy, we do close off a lot of things about ourselves, right? Because I know for a fact that you be with somebody in a relationship, but you be seeing somebody that look fine as hell. You be like, damn, they fine. Damn, they sexy. If only another lifetime. Because I know some of y'all have had people that y'all have interacted with that, that you probably thought to yourself, if only in another lifetime, I would probably be with you. In another lifetime. But because I'm with this person, I love them. It's going to have to be a no. And I respect them. But I, in another lifetime, I know you guys have had these feelings. And the reason I'm saying this is because I've had these feelings. And I know if I've had these feelings, I'm not the only one that has had these feelings. And I know if I'm not the only one that has these feelings, you guys have had these feelings. But because of monogamy, we respect our lover and we stay with them. And which is why monogamy, I don't think, really works for me. Um, I am a person that, that wants to be have a lot of freedom um, and if I happen to meet somebody that I want to connect with on a deeper level, that could be sexually or that could just be romantically, even if I'm in a long-term partnership, I want to be able to do that respectfully with my partner. Of course, me and my partner would talk about that. How would that look? What are our boundaries, etc. Because, um, I don't want to have a chain on that. 
And I've known this for a while. And even though me and my ex-partner said that we would practice polyamory, we never really did that. And I actually made a post about this as well. We never really, really did that. And so I had put in one of my other posts, I said, you know what I realized in my next relationship, my partner will have to be okay with me exploring other people if it arises in my spirit and me, them. I said, because it's real, but I get jealous. So I'll really have to work through that. LOL. For the past four years, I've said that me and my ex-partner were pilot, but we actually never fully explored it. We talked about it and said one day, but it never happened. I will say I have learned that poly relationships require, in my opinion, more honesty and more work. So you each feel safe and trusting when actively being honest about seeing other people while you are both together. I personally feel like it requires more work than a monogamous relationship. For some, this sounds crazy. I know. But more and more, I've realized that I truly do not see myself with only one person only for the rest of my life, LOL. Like, yes, I want a life partner who will grow old with me and raise children with me, yes. But romantically and sexually, one person alone for 50 plus years, I just know myself. It's a no. For So for my next partnership, I would like to explore this from the jump. Whether we are monogamous for a few months to stabilize our new love and then open or open right from the beginning. I just know I don't want any restrictions on exploring something with another person if it came up. I personally feel like naturally people are attracted to other people naturally. And in a relationship, we stop ourselves from exploring that because of the rules we place inside monogamous relationships. I was just watching the ultimatum on Netflix Queer Edition for the first time ever. And these monogamous people quickly realized if they were placed in an environment where it was okay to explore something with someone else, even if they were with their current partner for four plus years, they absolutely would. For some, they were surprised how quickly they were feeling a connection with another person. It just proved to me again that it's natural. And whenever I decide to have my life partner, I still want to feel free to be me. Of course, we will have our own boundaries, so much honesty, and testing if new partners are involved. Also, don't quote me. LOL, a bitch can change her mind in three days. XOXO, selfish babe. What about you? Is this crazy or have you thought about this? And a lot of people commented and said they've thought about this. They love that I said I'll change my mind, so don't quote me. Um, uh, one person said it's not crazy long as it's respected, understood, and okay between both partners. Somebody said perfectly written. I agree with you a thousand percent. I think it's okay to want to have love on another people while having your main lover. People aren't as open, and yes, jealousy will arise, but I'm sure with open communication, a poly relationship can work, but it does require a lot, lot, lot more work than monogamous relationships. One person said, I love this. I'm going through the same thing. Thanks for your transparency. Overstood. Um, somebody said, it's been a thought, but like you said, a bitch can change her mind in two days because someone I really like and love, I don't want nobody else to touch them. Honestly, though, if men would be more honest of themselves, it would really work. I can be with one man and maybe we can explore together every now and again. So I love that people were resonating with my post, which is kind of the reason why I'm even sharing this story right now is because it's like, I know we have these things in our mind, but we may not talk about them. Because we feel like we can't talk about them or we feel like people are going to judge us or we feel like this is the way of the world right now. And it's the way of the world right now. But things are changing, guys. People are becoming a lot more polyamorous and a lot more open. And, um, you know, I just like sharing my story. So I kind of want to go back to when I was talking about like. Some of the things that I want in a new partnership, I'm not rushing, by the way, I'm not in a rush for a new partner, but. Um, I had mentioned like I have been the main like money maker in the past three of my long term relationships. 
Um, and I really do want to be taken care of financially. Like I'm still going to do my business. I'm still going to make money and lots of money. But I also really want to be like financially taken care of. Like I want to be with somebody. Um, what's your preference? Preferably. <laughs> Preferably a masculine of centered female. I am bisexual, but I'm really feeling masculine and fem- feminine for females right now. But a masculine female that makes good money where she can pay for trips, pay for my plane ticket, pay for me, pay for a first class plane ticket, pay for a five, four star hotel. And it's not a big deal. That can be like, hey, babe, here's two thousand dollars. You don't got to pay me back. Here's $3,000. You don't got to pay me back. Oh, you want these shoes? Let's go. Let's go on the shopping spree. You know? Like, I want to have that experience. And um, in my other long-term partnerships, I never had that. And as I'm getting older and just, like, you know, just seeing things differently, I'm like, I want to experience that. And in my last partnership, that was not happening. And granted, everybody has their own journey in life. I think because I started my business um, so young at 23, And had great success, um, seven figures. Um, You know, people are still establishing themselves in life. And so a lot of times when I meet people, they're still establishing themselves. And I help them to establish themselves as well. I support them in the way that I can. But I have not met somebody that is already super established financially. Hey, Selfish Babes, old and new. I don't know if you guys know, but if you follow Selfish Babes since 2018 or 2019, then you know I have a free self-love and daily affirmations app called Selfish Babe. Many of my Selfish Babes have found me, Oleniki Osibowale, through my app, Selfish Babe. But if you are a new Selfish Babe and just have happened to hear the podcast and happened to hear my voice, but had no idea that I had a free self-love and daily affirmations app, then please go to SelfishBabe.com slash app and download the app or go to your app store and search selfish babe any app store so that's the apple store or that is the google store and you can download it for free we have over 208,000 selfish babes globally on the app and i want you to become one of them you're gonna get daily affirmations and reminders and let me let you guys know that my affirmations and reminders are not the everyday bland everyday affirmations okay you're gonna get a little curse word or two okay a little reminder that you a bad bitch okay you're gonna get a little bit a bit of those reminders okay so you want to download selfish babe today for free in your app store link below love you guys where i don't have to offer any support and they can take care of me in that way and i feel like that's one of my deep desires that i want to experience and this is something i possibly could have experienced with my ex if we actually were poly, like really did it, and that would have just been an extra partner that I would have gotten, but we didn't do that, right? There was a lot of dishonesty, it didn't happen, and I also think that, honestly, it was just time for it to end, but when I think about like what I want in a future partner, I'm like, I want them to make a lot of money. Um, it doesn't have to be more than me, or it does. <laughs> It depends on where I'm at, but I just want them to take care of me financially. And it's just like, girl, just show up and be cute. I want to take lots of trips. I want to travel a lot, um, a lot. I really want to travel a lot, not just like once a year or twice a year, you know, because again, people are still establishing themselves. And so sometimes when some people are establishing themselves, they can only do so much because they want to focus on what they're doing right here. And I get that. I respect that. But 
what would make me happy is being with somebody that can travel a lot and they don't necessarily have to be in one space. Um, I want them to spend their own money. Um, I already mentioned like a calm partnership, not yelling. Like I mentioned, I don't want to deal with that anymore. So these are just some things that I've thought about that I'm like, well, what would be, what would be missing from my last relationships that I haven't had that I would like to experience? So as I'm healing, I am thinking about what I actually want. Like I've, I've thought about what I've, what I've had. I've been grateful for what I've had, the good stuff, but the bad stuff, what would I have changed? What do I want differently? And so as I'm healing through this breakup experience of mine, I am thinking about that more. And so like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode about Mel Wells, how she was able to reflect and think about her ideal partnership and how she realized she was kind of forcing commitment on that person. And now how she's like in the relationship of her dreams. You know, I think that, I think sometimes we really settle. Um, I think that as humans, we can change our mind a lot. And, you know, sometimes we're so used to being with one person that 10 years in, you're like, your mind has changed about what you want now, but you're still with this person. You're like, well, I love this person. I've been with them for so long, or maybe you have kids with this person. And so even though your mind and your spirit is like, but but I want something different. You're like, but no, I'm going to stay because we're married. We've been committed for this long. We have these kids, we have these businesses together. And so letting that go, um, is a lot. And am I going to really get what I want anyways? And so then we settle. And we stay. And um, we don't really have to. Uh, I think a, a thing that came to me, again, I think while I was out or just, you know, I just be thinking about stuff when I be outside. But it's that we're free. We're free. But because we're so used to doing something for so long or so used to having a specific title um, for so long, we kind of hold on to those things. And even though we're free, we don't act like we're free. So even though your heart and your mind may be desiring something different, you settle with what you have because that's what you've had for a long time. And so having that change would be so different. Just like how I'm talking about having this change, I'm still adjusting. It's definitely different. You're definitely going to have to adjust. But that doesn't mean it's not possible for you to get what you want. It's also possibly possible for you to have that long-term partnership and also get another partner that's going to support you in something else. And that's polyamory. But that would be a whole difficult conversation. And you would have to see if your partner would even be on board. And it's a whole thing, but it's just like we really are free. And I think that we forget that. And I think that through some of these experiences that I've had, I've just began to realize how free we are and and how much we do settle. And if I was being honest, um, yeah, I do want somebody that makes (laughs) a lot of money and I don't feel ashamed about that. And I want a love that feels easy and I don't feel ashamed about that. There was a post I put on Selfish Babe about, you know, how like this – if when you're in a relationship with somebody and you're having all these challenges, sorry, I don't even know if I can find it. I'm going to try to see if I can find it. But how, you know, relationships will challenge you and, you know, they hard work and all this other stuff. And I literally was just like, do you guys have this experience? Oh, this is what it says. 
It says point of view. It says POV. You're finally in a serious relationship, but learning firsthand that building a strong and long lasting relationship requires you to take criticism, show your flaws and accept theirs, work through triggers, misunderstandings and dropping your way of doing things, your ego and your expectations. And that got over 102,000 likes and um, 422 comments. A lot of people agreed um, with it. And I think, what was my damn caption? I said, so at Selfish Babe, obviously relationships take work, but if you are doing this work and or have done this work with another, let us know, is it worth it? And a lot of people said that it is worth it. I will say this. I agree with it. I don't want a hardworking relationship. I think that's another truth that has come. I don't give a fuck. I don't want a hardworking relationship. I want my relationship to feel a lot more easier and joyful. Yes, challenges will arise. Yes, we will have to work through those challenges. Yes, uh, we will trigger each other. I get all of that. I agree with that. But I don't need it to be hard. And I don't want to go through a long, hard time with my lover. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't proclaim that. Like, let's go through some time, sure. But let's not make them long and hard. I don't want to do with that. I don't want to deal with that. I don't give a fuck how many kids we have, how many businesses we may have together. I do not want to deal with that. And for some people, that may seem like a cop-out, and I don't care. My peace and how I'm feeling around you matters a lot it's a spiritual thing for me and so to be in a relationship that feels too hard and too taxing on my emotions is too taxing on me and so I'm going to have to make the decision again to choose myself when it feels hard and I hate that I hate that but I need to right again I talk about it's necessary but sometimes choosing yourself is fucking hard and sometimes it feels like it sucks but you know in the end of the day it's good for you and I don't want to be in a hard hard working relationship I rebuke that to hell <laughs> I rebuke that so much like I don't want that I don't desire that that doesn't feel good in my spirit um and I don't want that so I get it. Some of y'all be like, well, she don't know. Marriage is going to be hard work. Well, get, I'm not I'm not in a rush to get married, okay? So now I kind of want to get into um, what I've had to deal with in terms of healing, right? I've had to really be rebuilding my self-worth, my self-love, my self-trust. Um, because sometimes you think, was, re- was leaving really the best, right? I've had those moments where I'm just like, was really, was leaving the best, was ending this the best, was this the best decision for myself? And sometimes you question that. But then when I replay everything that happened and I replay all the good and the bad of the relationship, the totality of the relationship, not just the cheating, I'm like, no, this was the best. This was, this needed to happen. Um, even though it sucks right now and it's hard right now, I know it needed to happen, but it's also like rebuilding that self-trust because it's just like, well, I need to trust myself that this is the right decision for my for me. And uh, I'm just rebuilding that. And I'm rebuilding that through... Let me see. I'm rebuilding that through spiritual baths. I'm rebuilding that through going out. Like I said, going out makes me feel like my relationship breakup is small compared to it being very big. I'm rebuilding that through spending time with my friends, which has been really, really good for me. Um, and really getting used to my new normal, right? This is still very new for me. And my new normal is being in the space and knowing that it's mine and having my peace again and not having to really worry about a whole nother person in my house and how they're feeling. 
um, especially if they're down and out, you know, and that's new for me. And I'm still getting used to that. And I think the only way you can get used to something is to be in it. And so I'm present in my home. I'm present here. And, you know, if I feel sadness, I feel it and I cry about it. But then I'm just like here, like I'm getting used to my new normal. Um, I'm not distracting myself with other people. I'm being mindful to not do this. Um, there was a time where me and my ex were broken up and I had downloaded Bumble and Hinge. And I was just looking at eye candy. I really wasn't seriously going to be going out with anybody because I had felt like I wasn't ready to go out with anybody. But I was looking at eye candy and, um, yeah, I am not currently talking to anybody in terms of a romantic way. And I'm trying to be mindful to not distract myself. Like when I mentioned the post, like I want to be a part of a couple in terms of intimately, I actually want to do that. Um, but not as a distraction. It's just an experience I want to have. And I want to be with a healthy couple, a couple that's not yelling, a couple that doesn't have drama. This is just an add on. This is an addition. Okay. And not us being in a relationship. It's really just for intimacy. But um, I'm really trying not to distract myself with other people. And I think this is important because I want to really let this go. I want to really heal from this. I want to focus on myself. Um, I love. I would love to interact with other people, but I don't want to like throw myself into a whole nother human being. So I'm taking my time, and I'm not really talking to anybody romantically at the time right now, um, and I'm being mindful to not do this. So if I feel like I may slip up a bit in my mind, I'll be like, "Girl, like let's really back." We're single right now and we're focused on you more than ever. I'm focused on me more than ever. So I'm just more mindful about that. And so if you're a selfish babe going through a breakup, you know, some people do things differently. I'm not telling you what to do. Um, but I'm just saying that if I were you, I would probably focus on myself right now. And and really reflect on what you're going through. Feel the feelings um take your spiritual baths light yourself love candles that's something I'll be doing more of is lighting myself love candles um I did a detox pearl cleanse right so I did do my goddess vaginal detox pearl cleanse I spoke over it and I said that I was detoxing my ex I said my ex lover's name I said how I wanted to just let them go romantically and let go of the relationship romantically and that was my intention for those two or three days. So I did use my goddess vaginal detox pearls. You can find that at evolvingbutterfly.org. Um, and I was really happy that I did that. So I did that. And really affirming myself. Okay, I've had to like consistently tell myself that I love myself, that I'm showing up for myself. And that has been good because during, I feel like a heartbreak, you're like almost rebuilding yourself again because everything is so fresh and so new. And then also the devastation and the sadness that you feel sometimes can be really heavy and so like affirming myself helps ease things out a little bit it helps me to remind myself that hey Olenike I love you so much this is what we're doing you know and so affirming myself has been really helpful as well so those are some of the things I'm doing to heal um and I want to add this because this is a recent reflection it was a few years back um, in 2020 when me and my ex-lover had went on a trip to Savannah, Georgia. 
and um, I was having some weird dreams and um, recently found out that Savannah was a slave port. So like having the dreams is like a normal thing. But I remember on the last day, we were like arguing the whole trip, by the way, like we were bickering the whole trip. And it was so frustrating for me because I was just like, why the hell are we arguing, you know? And I woke up from a dream and it was like this voice was like, if you continue to stay in this relationship, you will continue to fight. If you continue to stay in this relationship, you will continue to fight. And I had told my ex about it and... um the ride home wasn't the best because she was sad. I was sad. I wanted to get a reading about it and I did, but nothing came up about us ending the relationship. And so I stayed in the relationship and we had a good three years after we had some really great times after and um, we had some bad times after and we did have some fights, you know, and towards the end of this, you know, recent ending, we had a lot of fights and I remember it was literally like a week ago that I remembered that I had this dream or had that knowing. And I was like, wow. I felt like I was warned about the end of our relationship or that our relationship needed to end. But I didn't want to end it. Um, and I didn't want to end it because, of course, I love her, loved her so much and she loved me and. We were fighting and I hated that. Like, I do not like to fight with my lover. I am not the lover that will stick with you through all the hard times. And I'm going to be very honest with myself about that. I'm not that lover. I don't want to fight all the time. I don't want to bicker. I don't want to argue. If we're on vacation and we're traveling and we're arguing, that's a problem. That's a red flag for me. It wasn't a red flag before, but now it's a red flag for me because I don't get how you are mad in a beautiful place. I don't understand it. I don't care to understand it. But now that I've experienced it, that is a red flag for me. If you're trying to argue with me on vacation, I can't be with you. It's just not going to fucking happen. So, yeah, I just remember like, damn, bitch, maybe you was told about this a few years ago and you didn't want to end it. And I didn't want to end it. I really thought I was building something with this with this person. But I did have that thought. And I wonder for you, selfish babe, have you had thoughts or revelations about your current lover or ex-lover where you were kind of warned to let go of the relationship in a way but because it didn't really seem like you like it was horrible that you didn't really want to let it go at the time because I just thought that was so interesting that I remembered it like I really went back to my notes and I looked and I saw the message and I was just like wow that was in 2020 it's in 2023 now and I just think about, like, the down parts of our relationship. And I'm just like, wow, Olenike, like, I don't know. Certain things I just wouldn't tolerate now. And, again, I was just trying to keep it going and work it out, you know, because it didn't seem that bad. I think that's what I keep telling myself. Like, it didn't seem that bad. Um, but, yeah. So I want to make this declaration at the end of this podcast. Um, that I am a selfish babe and I do put myself first. So if you are a future lover listening to this, can you handle that? Can you actually handle a woman that is going to choose herself and put herself first and not use selfish babe in a negative connotation when you're mad at me and in an argument? Cause that's happened to me before. Anyway, selfish babes, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I hope that it helps you again. I'm still healing. 
okay? But I really want to kind of take you guys through my process and what I'm doing to heal and how I'm still living my life. And I really hope that this episode helps another Selfish Babe out there. Of course, screenshot this episode and tag at Selfish Babe Podcast, at the Selfish Babe Podcast. Add it on TikTok. Tag me at Olenike Osibawale. And make sure to shop my spiritual self-love company, my new one, Evolving Butterfly, for the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, my Crystal Yoni Washes, my Yoni Seams, etc. And my new product, Sex Magic, which is our manifestation lubricant. Make sure to go to evolvingbutterfly.org to order now. The link is below. And also make sure to download my free self-love and affirmations app, Selfish Babe, located in your app store. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and thank you for sharing. Bye. Selfish Babe, are you ready to use products that goddesses use? Okay, then you want to check out my company, Evolving Butterfly, where I create products that will help you on your spiritual and self-love journey. I have our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, which is my number one best-selling spiritual womb detox. For those girls that really want to start connecting to their womb space, their yoni spaces, you pray over the pearls, you insert it into your vagina for a couple of days, you physically purge, cleanse, and revitalize your yoni, but not only that it is a spiritual and emotional cleanse a lot of times we may be carrying on to emotional baggage maybe we broke up with a partner a long time ago but we're still carrying their energy in our womb spaces my goddess vaginal detox pearls addresses all of that and so you want to check that out at evolvingbutterfly.org or maybe you want to try one of my crystal yoni washes like pussy power for self-love or sex goddess for creative energy and pleasure energy or even wealthy woman for my selfish babes that are about getting the bag and the wealth these are plant-based yoni washes they're silky they are luxurious they smell good they feel good they give you that (laughs) cooling sensation to awaken your vagina and all the bottles come with different crystals pussy power with rose quartz uh, sex goddess with carnelian wealthy woman with citrine and then they also have affirmations on the back based on each bottle so if you want to focus more on self-love then pussy power would be for you and then we also have my queen's vaginal steam herbs if you already have your seat and your gown and you're just looking to get some more vaginal steaming herbs i have the queen's vaginal steam so make sure to check out my company evolving butterfly at evolvingbutterfly.org links below